fresh dose of tech news and insight. This is the Early Burb Briefing. It is Wednesday, July 27th, 2022. This is the Early Burb Briefing. I'm Eagle Falcon. First off, I'd like to apologize for not getting an episode out yesterday. Circumstances beyond my control prevented me from being able to do the research for an episode and those same circumstances prevented me from being able to get a guest host in time. I do apologize for it, but on the bright side, we have a plethora of topics to get to today. For starters, Intel has confirmed that its top tier ARC A770 will have 16 gigabytes of GDDR6 memory and its Second top tier, the A750, will have 8 gigabytes of GDDR6. Now, this is good for a couple of reasons. I mean, first off, more memory is more better for starters. The other thing is that with a card like this that right now shows some promise, but needs a lot of help from optimized drivers, this means down the road... As the drivers utilize the hardware more and more and more, and you end up with a better and better and better result, it means that the card's going to be able to last longer. Its potential now is going to end up being much higher as the drivers get much more optimized. And of course, as more and more games begin utilizing more modern technology to go ahead and directly access resources from an SSD rather than a hard drive, it means that games are going to be more likely to load those textures into the VRAM. On top of that, the higher VRAM also means that if you're using this for professional applications, you want that higher VRAM. In fact, for the most part, that is the big difference between a Quadro card and a GeForce card in the NVIDIA family. A Quadro card, well, it has gone through some verifications, usually a slightly lower clock speed because you don't want a higher clock speed as well as some certifications to make sure it can actually fit into like a server rack if it's going to go ahead for that kind of application. But aside from all that, the other big difference that people pay the high premium for is not only the driver certification, but the huge amounts of VRAM on it that is highly sought after in the professional GPU market space. So for these two cards from Intel to have big VRAM, win, win, win. I'm not saying you should go out and get one now. I'm saying it's good to see that Intel is this forward thinking. New rumor says that we could see an Apple Watch Pro that will feature a redesign and a larger display. However, new sensors will be delayed. Uh, I'll be, what new sensors could you possibly want? It's an Apple Watch. You're going to be kind of limited as to what you can throw into a watch. I mean, we're already getting, you know, crazy things right now, but when push comes to shove, it's just, yeah, it's not that accurate. It's not that great, but it's there. And it's a selling point. It's it's a bullet point we can throw in in front of everything. And that's a big win, right? Right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, I see. Mm-hmm. I mean, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, I want to see the smartwatch space get a lot better. Right now, it's just the Apple Watch and the Samsung Watch. And quite frankly, the Apple Watch 
aside from just like a very slow IV drip of new features, we haven't really seen anything that's like really groundbreaking. So we'll see this last one. I mean, that's the other, like I said with the Apple Watch, I actually don't want to rant on this a little bit longer. The fact that the updates is just a slow IV drip. Why would you get this generation of Apple Watch versus the previous one? Oh, well, it has the blood oxygen level meter. Oh, well, why'd you get the last, why, why the last generation over the previous one? Oh, that had the slightly bigger screen. Oh, well, why that, why that version over the previous one? Oh, because that one had better water resistance or something. You get my point. There really hasn't been a huge, like, earth-shattering refresh. They have been intentionally staggering this out. And I, for one, would like to see something big, something that really shakes up the market that isn't just, we added an additional sticker. We added an additional bullet point. It's disappointing. Roblox is removing the oof sound effect that has been made notorious with it. And it's one that's just like, it sounds like a random kid going, oof. You, you know the one, you've heard it. Even if you don't play Roblox, you've heard it. Roblox is having to get rid of it due to a licensing issue. The main reason being, and I thought it was silly, in fact, no one within Roblox actually recorded the oof. You would have thought someone did with how infamous it's been, but nope. It was in fact recorded by someone by the name of Tommy Talarico, who is a former video game composer and more recently the CEO of in, of the doomed Intellivision. So they're running into some copyright issues there. I'll just say this much right here. Unless the guy's just being unreasonable and just doesn't want to give it to them just to watch them squirm, I don't understand why a guy who's the CEO of a doomed company wouldn't want to go, hey, you know, um, big boy Roblox over there. Maybe we can reach a deal. Maybe it's not a big deal. Just a little something, something. You would think this would be something that, I mean, Roblox has deep pockets. They can make this happen. And if the guy is, in fact, the CEO of a company that is about to go under, the guy's going to be looking for some form of cash flow. This is a problem that could easily sort itself but we'll just have to wait and see how that goes. All right, now for the big one. This is the one that actually I have been hearing a lot of people complain about. When you think the metaverse, you think not meta, not Oculus. You think VR chat. They have made the metaverse long before Zuckerberg went ahead and embarrassed himself on, a, on the global stage with Meta. And everyone, of course, flocked to VR chat long before Meta was even a thought, primarily on the grounds of the fact that it was community-driven. Tons of people made custom avatars. Tons of people made modifications to the game, and some of which were obnoxious, but most being used to just make things that weren't possible in the game possible to go ahead and create features that were basically needed for those who had various disabilities. The modding community in this is massive. And I would say, judging by the looks of it, and I'm just, I'm saying this from a third party point of view. I never got into VR chat because I never had the space to do VR or the funds to do VR. Because the thing is that if I want to do VR, I want to do it 
well. And unfortunately, that costs money. And currently, my money situation is one in which my car is more rust than car. I'm not saying that to go ahead and come and claim my, about my own wealth and my own funds and whatever and this, that, and the other thing. No, 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 no. I'm just saying that because that's the state of VR. VR is still something that you do have to invest into. So those who are pre- very diehards into VR chat, they are people who have worked hard and invested a lot to be able to get into VR chat as well as they have. Recently, VR chat had made an announcement. One that said that they would be enabling the anti-cheat known as the thing I cannot find to save my life in all this. I want to say it's called easy cheat. All right. Well, apparently this article doesn't want to say what it is. Oh, here we go. Easy anti-cheat. That's what it is. That was close. Not bad. Um, so this easy anti-cheat is now making it so that a lot of mods cannot be done. And the main reason being is that there are a handful of bad actors that are using mods to go ahead and ruin people's time. But they are a very, 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 very small minority. Everyone within the VR chat community has been review bombing, protesting, complaining, everything they can physically do without, you know, doing anything illegal to make their voice heard to VR chat. That this is that this is not okay with the community. Like, this appears to be about a 90-10 split. Now, a lot of people are saying, this isn't that big a deal. The community is overreacting. This will blow over and everything will be fine. That's one way it can go down. But you know what this reminds me of? At about the, at about the peak of uh, Terra's life, they went ahead and blocked everyone from using a tool called Terra Proxy and started making active bans for people using this third-party tool. This third-party tool was necessary to use with Terra simply because the devs weren't doing a good enough job to lower the latency. This tool was necessary for a lot of people that are outside of the U.S. to actually play on the international server. A few small bad actors are using Terra Proxy to skim files and do a whole bunch of other malicious things, but rather than just focus on those malicious bad actors, they instead banned everyone who used it. And in fact, started banning people from their forums. They had a huge backlash against them from the community. And rather than try to talk with the community, they just started banning anyone that spoke out. VR chat is doing very similar things in their Discord. We could be seeing the exact same thing play out. The thing that basically inevitably brought Terra to its knees and ended up killing the game completely. Because after that, the game showed signs of... The game showed signs of weakening before, let's be perfectly honest. The developers clearly stopped caring about the game pretty much after the level 65 patch but all the good faith 
that kept the community afloat, that kept people around, that kept the positive vibes, despite the fact the developers seemingly abandoned the game, gone. Like that. Massive people started leaving, which then caused the population to go down, which caused more people to leave. The thing is with these kind of world games, once people start leaving, it creates a cycle. People leave because they're angry. And then other people leave because there's nobody around. Which then causes new people to not come because people are leaving. Because there's nobody there. Which causes people to leave. This is what killed Terra. And this very well could kill VR chat. I don't say this as some kind of doomsayer. I'm not saying this to push VR chat and their developers towards a specific direction. I say this as someone who has no ability to play VR chat, who has no real experience with VR at all, looking at what is going on and seeing, you know, I think I've seen this story before. I think I've been in this story before. And I think, I, w I hope I'm wrong. But I think this story is going to end in a very similar way to the way it ended with Terra. Now, I hope I'm wrong. Because everything that happens in VR chat actually does look very, very interesting. But if it's going to die, well, that's... It's going to be pretty much the developer's fault for not listening to their community and wanting to find some common ground rather than just saying you're all wrong, just like Terra did. By the way, what the heck is this going to do to Meta and their stock price if the Metaverse game, game of them all, VR Chat, collapses? Mm, Facebook, I don't want to think about that. That's going to do it for me. Stay safe and stay healthy. Oh, apparently after I finished recording, it has been made official that, in fact, VRChat is doubling down on the anti-cheat methods that will inevitably just push away the community who has been making quality of life mods and, in the end, the malicious actors, because it is such an easy anti-cheat to get around, will just get around it. So, good job, VRChat. I hope you enjoy what is quite possibly about to be a dead game. Kudos. Good job.